Hey guys, this is Chris with Urban's Reality. We've got Brennan. Brennan, that's right, in the house. Hell What's yeah. up, guys? If you don't know, now you know. He's the official co-host. That's right. Hell yeah. So uh, today we're doing a podcast, no interview. It's just me and Bren talking about what we want to talk about because that's what we do. Uh, we obviously have outlined some things. As you well know, we do. We get prepared. Yeah, a little prepared around here. Hell yeah. <laughs> so uh, what are we going to start with, bro? Um, I would like to start off with talking about mental health. It's a good one. It's a good one. And more specifically, uh, obsessive thinking. Nice. Because I struggle with obsessive thinking every day. It's some days it's um, better than others, but it constantly, you know, plagues my thinking. And I am working on to not think so much because thinking can get me in trouble. It's I try to do less less thinking, you know. Well, wow. um, but um, well, wow. it's kind of like an oxymoron, like. My, we talked about panic attacks before, like me and on the bus. The more I think about it, the more I start obsessing about thinking about it, but thinking about it and obsessing. Then I have to get off the bus because I'm about to have a heart attack. Right. You know? Right. Right. I, I can't, I can't overthink. If I overthink, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive myself nuts. And yeah. so usually if my, my days go best when I'm, when I have a routine and I have a set schedule where I know I'm gonna, because if I have time where I'm not doing anything, you know, I get antsy, you know, start thinking about, um, you know, the future, the past, all these things. It's important for me to have have some kind of structure in my life mm. to so I'm not constantly thinking. Well, wow. and that's for me. Um, uh, it's important to to stay on point with things because I can easily get like off track. And once, once one thing, you know, something will happen, whether it's like an interaction or, uh, something at work or in your personal life, something, you know, somebody sends a text message or like it, it can, it can, as soon as that happens, my whole day can go downhill and I'm like lost the entire day. Wow. Just about thinking about that one little thing that happened. Wow. What do you do to, I mean, what have because you've asked me before about the panic attacks and meditation, breathing is what worked for me. That's the only thing that I've ever found that besides medication that works for me. What do you do that? I mean, I don't mean to interview again, but this is a cool topic because I, yeah. I deal with mental health issues also. Um, I was diagnosed bipolar at 16. Yeah. Um, my mom was diagnosed when she was like 45 and my granddaughter, my grandfather was diagnosed when he was like 78 like it went backwards so it runs in my family yeah but it's gotta what do you be do to, what do you do to get rid of it talk to friends uh is really a big one for me to when i when i'm going through uh that negative thinking i usually if i can we'll call a friends we'll talk about like you know what i said or what i did and try to sort of get out of my own head and that that really helps and also for me, being in recovery, I usually go to a meeting if I can. Um, I'm just sharing this with you guys now. Um, Brendan and I met in recovery. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like we're that's recovery brothers. Recovery brothers. That's right. Podcast brothers and recovery Amen. brothers. But first and foremost, we are friends. Fr yeah, friends. Yep. Exactly. We're friends. Yep. We're friends. And um, 
So being in recovery, um, you know, I guess you could say that obsessive thinking is a, is a form of alcoholism, yeah. you know, would mm-hmm. you agree with that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It really, um, so first and foremost, when I'm, when I'm having a rough day, you know, I, I do try to get to a meeting, but it doesn't always, you know, I'm not always able to do that. So if I can't do that, then I'll, I'll call a friends because I, I don't want to sit with my own, you know, my own, um, you know, left to our own devices, yeah, as they yeah. say, well, you know, well you can, we could be our own, own worst enemy. Yeah. So it's important for me to, uh, to talk about this stuff, even when I don't want to. And if you don't want to talk right. about it, then I usually and just... And as men, that's hard sometimes. Yeah, for oh, me. totally. For me, it's hard. It's totally I'm not hard. trying to stigmatize men or put... I mean, I'm allowed right. to because we're men. We'll say, we'll say what I want. But uh, it's my podcast, our podcast. Right. But at the same time, like... It's looked as weakness. It is. It is. And that yeah. kills me. It kills me. Like, I can't help the fact that I don't sleep one or two or three nights a week sometimes because I'm manic bipolar and my mind's fucking racing all the time. I can't help it. You know, it's just, I mean, speaking to friends, going to therapy, taking medication as I'm supposed to, it's just a lifetime thing for me. It's not going away. Like, that's what I had to come to grips with. Like, it's not going to go away, Chris. Yeah, it's never cured, right? It's never, it's just, it's like alcoholism. Yeah, it's just a process. And we only have a daily, you know, a daily reprieve. Yeah contingent on our spiritual wellness and i think some people who don't you know they don't understand you know they don't go to meetings and they don't you know they're not alcoholics they're right. they're, they're just regular earth people regular earth people yeah they it's hard for them to uh to take a look at us and really understand what's going on because we're so well put together right <laughs> right right right, right. We watch me a year ago <laughs> watch me two months ago yeah so. Yes. Um, wow, we got you got really you know honest there. You know, it's I think that's uh, bring it out to me, bro. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> talking talking with you definitely. Um, we have this connection, and I think that's really Amen. really cool. You don't find it all the time, man. Yeah, you it's don't. It's hard to find. You don't, especially on like some of the things that I'm a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent homosexual. I have been my entire life, and guys are pigs. We all know that. So there's this app called Grinder. If you haven't heard of it, and it's disgusting. People leading with dick pics. I don't want to see that. I don't do dick pics. You know what I mean? That's whatever. But like to have another male that you can bond with that you're not going to have sex with. You know what I mean? You got to realize that you're not going to have sex with this guy. You know, to have that's hard to find, man. Like. Bros before hoes, bro code, whatever it is, like, it's hard to find a good friend, man. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, you, you're just looking for, like, for, sounds like you're just looking for just the connection and not not about sex, not right. not build a relationship. And I've, you know, you don't want to build a relationship around sex. Yeah. I mean, it's an important part of the relationship. I've made that mistake too many times. Yeah. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, just, just wanting to have sex. But if both people are, you know, are okay with it, you know, we don't want we don't want to hurt somebody or get hurt, you know, we got to watch our intentions, right? right? I mean, right. intentions are so important, like yep. laying things, you know, on the table. I'll tell the, I'll tell the whole guest, like you, you called me out like a week ago, two weeks ago, because I was spending a lot of time on Grinder, and you called me out, you're like, how much, and you were so nice about it, you're like, how much energy did you spend last night on Grinder? I'm like, oh my God, this kid read me so well, and you were 100% right, and I brought it up in that old timer meeting, and I got torn apart, yeah. I got torn apart by these 60, 70, 80 year old men, because I said I like to have sex, and I'm getting into a relationship, and they're like, oh no, <laughs> no, you're going to die, you're going to kill the other person while you're at it, burn, sometimes <laughs> that's what you need to hear oh, you know old guys i love them <laughs> crazy no bullshit with those guys no bullshit no holes barred man yeah they, 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 they roasted me so 
but it's what I needed. It's what I needed to hear, and it changed my perspective on the situation. Yeah, it, it does. That's sometimes we need to hear something that you know we don't want to hear. We don't want to hear it. We do not want to hear it. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to be. It's our ego, I think. You know, our ego. Yep. We don't we don't wanna, we want to be told what to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. That's 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 tricky. Uh, but how's how's it going with uh, the uh, the, the, relate, the uh, we'll uh, we're not going to jinx it yet. Okay, yeah, but, let's, uh, not, let's not go there. Let's we, not had, go we had there. like I'm a four sorry. hour long date today. Okay, was, we I hang out with him at work. He's a manager at this place that he manages, and like I'll go. It's like a fifteen minute bike ride to to visit him, and uh, I go up and visit him on his lunch break, which apparently he'd never took before I started coming around. So like we sit there for half an hour, he smokes a cigarette, I vape, we get a little bit of, uh, we get a Gatorade or whatever and mm. we sit there for half an hour and we're actually building a, a connection that we look at each other in the eye and don't look at his crotch. You know right. what I mean? Like we're, right. we're building a connection that it's scary, man. Yeah. It's scary. Like really scary. That's scary, but it's, not in a bad way. Like yeah. I'm getting to know this guy. Yeah, taking your time. Amen. Yeah, I told him we're not having sex. Like it screws things up. Definitely. Was so, our, you know, going back to the like the original topic, obsessive yeah. thinking. Yeah. It's you, it, I'm a sex addict, man. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Just yeah. like everything else, the only addiction that I never got was yeah. gambling because I can't stand to lose money. But every other addiction you could possibly get, sugar, uh-huh. uh, brushing your teeth, taking yeah. a shower. I'd take two, three showers a day if I could. You yeah, know what I mean? everything's, everything's an extreme. Everything's an obsess. Yeah, yeah. an extreme, ex- obsessed. Yeah, it's not It's it's not just one thing. We have all these different... And I think that's why it's it's hard, you know, being an alcoholic. You're not just an alcoholic. You are you have all these other, you know... Isms. Once, yeah, once you, get, you know, once, once you get sober, you're looking for something else you know it's yeah. like it's you know you quit alcohol maybe you pick up gambling you pick up sex yeah. there's so many different things that you know you're trying to replace it with mm-hmm. whether it's you know stop smoking and then you go to, you go to the um uh vaping you know there's we're always looking for these yeah. replacements like and i think An escape it's, from reality escape from reality yeah i'm trying to build a reality yeah. that i'm not trying to escape from you know yeah so we gotta we gotta kind of in, embrace the pain a little bit i think right. really we gotta we gotta be able to sit with sit with our um with our thoughts and it's it's hard it's hard to do you know it's hard to just be like okay this is this is me for better or worse Mm -hmm. and i think it's at the end of the day we just have to help each other and look each other in the eye and not let your friend down you know because we we're only by helping others it makes us feel better and that's what we have to remember what's your facebook meme I want to be the reason that someone didn't give up today. That's that's the house motto, right? Yeah, that that's is. the house motto. That is. So we'll say it again. <laughs> I want to be the reason that someone doesn't give up today. Amen. Brother. Amen. You know? Can so I get so an simple. amen? Can I get it? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, so what was the next thing? I mean, are you done with that? That's your topic. Uh, yeah, I think that's um I think that's all I have to say on that. I'm sure I ha- I mean I have plenty to say on it, but at least at the moment I, I can't think you of sure? anything. I'm sure I'll go back tonight and you be might like, be helping somebody. Yeah. I can you th- I can't sorry, no, I, can't, like, I can't my think bipolar of anything disorder, anymore. man, like and I, I like that this topic is, is taking a little longer because it's 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 true. A, it's, true. A, it's, it's a, a, an epidemic. It's a pandemic for that for that yeah. matter. And who knows why? I don't know if it's because you know, life has become so complicated that we get all these mental illnesses and stuff, but uh, at the same time, mine's mm. genetic. I know that mine's genetic, but mm. is, is there an environmental factor to it? Probably, you know, our genes are plastic. They say, right, right. So, like, have my genes been activated because of the lifestyle that I lived mm. or the childhood that I had? Mm. I don't know. Mm. But, the, um, the fact that I have to take medication 
you know, twice, sometimes three times a day for the rest of my life. It took me years to accept. I was, I was diagnosed at 16. I didn't become med, med compliant until I was like 26. It's like mm. I did a full 10 years of mm. take the medication, mm. stop the medication, take the medication, stop the medication. And it took till I found a really, really good doctor. Uh, I don't think I should say his name, but he's one of the more well-known doctors here in Southwest Florida. He runs a mental hospital. That's where I met him. And then he has a side practice that that he helps me. Um, He's one of the best doctors I've ever had in my life. Uh, He's super clinical. He's never even really smiled at me. I'm like, I I love this man. I would never tell him that, but I love, I do tell this, I tell his uh, secretary sometimes because I'm bipolar and I'm crazy. Uh, I get get manic bipolar. There's manic one and there's manic two. So there's bipolar one and bipolar two. So bipolar one is the manic bipolar. It's actually exceedingly rare. Wow. And then there's bipolar two, which is the depressive bipolar. Actually, I think there's four. So you're one. You're I'm one. one which okay. Is gotcha. Apparently, is exceedingly rare. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. So. Wow. So, um, are you ADD too, or yes. just okay? ADD, so yeah. yeah. So I was, but uh, yeah. What's there? I'm, you know, the people say ADHD. ADD, okay, I can, and I can ADHD. This. Okay, so I can explain this. ADHD is before the age of twenty-one. So okay. in the DSM-4, which is all mental illnesses are explained in the DSM-4, it's what doctors use. Um, after the age of 21, psychosocial stressors in your life have apparently shown you how to deal with your hyperactivity. So at the age of 21, you should have learned how to not be so hyper anymore. Didn't work for me. But like after the age of 21, it becomes ADD instead of ADHD. Okay. Gotcha. So only gotcha. children can So when were you diagnosed? Are you, uh, are you, two, are you, two, are you AD? You're, you're at a- this point, I'm ADD. ADD. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So I was, uh, so I am ADHD. Because no, I was, you're over 21. No, well, I was, di- I was diagnosed ADHD when I was, when I was young. Oh yeah. So, so yeah. So I, I'd be ADHD. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. So actually it's a little bit to, uh, I forget what you had just said about, but um, oh, that's me. Uh, I've already forgotten. Swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were talking about we were talking about bipolar and stuff like that. But I did. Um, so I was um, I was diagnosed ADHD when I was young, and I took uh, I took Adderall. Yeah. I think I, I was on a couple of different medications, and because um, I remember when I was when I was like in grade school, I'd be taking notes. And everything had to be like perfect. Like right. every little thing had to be. And I was the slowest, like the slowest. I was always the last one to finish the test. Always like, I just, I had to like, you know, when I got, when I would, when I would, you know, take a test, if I couldn't get the answer right, mm-hmm. like I would, you know how you're supposed to move on, you know, yeah, when you're taking yep, a test, yep. I could not move on. hit D. I, <laughs> <laughs> I could not move on. It would drive me nuts. But anyways, the, uh, yeah, it's, I think part of like, you know, it's like the ADD and the bipolar, I think I'm not a doctor. I don't want to like say, but I mean, I think there, there are, are certain, um, par- parallels, mm-hmm, you know, would mm-hmm. you, th- would you say? Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so I, I've been down like the medication road. Uh, I think medication is very important, yeah. but we also, in order to, we have to take our medication, but we also have to, it's not all just about the medication. We have to no. do stuff that's good Absolutely. for, we can't, medication just doesn't cure us. Yeah. That's why they go. There's some mental why, illnesses that medication won't even touch. Right. You know? So right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. One-on-one Absolutely. therapy is what worked yeah. for me. Yeah. Years of one-on-one therapy. Yeah, therapy therapy is important. And and if you're scared to get therapy because you're such a tough man or you're a woman that doesn't want to, whatever, I don't know anything about women, but... um, Neither do I. Do it, yeah. (laughs) Welcome to the club, kid. Uh, Do it. Like, just, just get help if you need it. Just if you, like, the first step in AA, uh, it's the only step that mentions alcohol. And you can work the first step 
for anything in your life. Just recognize, as simple as you can put it, yeah. that you are powerless over something that yeah. is that is greater than what you can control. Yeah. So I can't control alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't control the fact that I was given this set of genes that I'm hyper all the time. And people look at me like I'm nuts. Mm-hmm. So well, the first part's recognizing it Absolutely. and, and yep. admitting you know, the first step, admitting that you have a problem. And we, we both have admitted that we do have a problem. So that's, that's, that's like step one. Yep. But, um, but yeah, there's like we said, each of us are different. Mm-hmm. We all have, I don't want to say, I don't want to speak for everybody because everybody's got their own. This is just how we handle stuff. So right. just so you know, for all the listeners out there, you know, this is our, these are our personal experiences. We can't, you know, speak for you guys, but this is what we have learned over the years. You know, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to speak for anybody, but right, these are, these are our personal This opinions. is our disclaimer. Yeah. This is our disclaimer. We're not, you know, doctors. I just play one on a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, what 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 so else? Was the next one. Uh, yeah, let's go are... to our notes, guys. Give us uno momento, por favor, signore. Uh, the next one was. Uh, this is a kind of a cool segue because I I hallucinated sometimes from my bipolar disorder. Mm. Experiences with the paranormal. Dun dun dun. Mm. Have you had any experience with the paranormal? I can't think of anything. Nothing. Never seen a ghost. No, never, never heard an I've angel never, speak. I've never had anything like that. Never like the the hair on the back of your neck stand up for no apparent reason. <laughs> I remember one time when I was when I when I got when I was smoking weed, and I think I saw Jesus like <gasps> one time when I was lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> I think that was lucky son of a bitch. That was it. I was I was peeing, and I think I saw <laughs> I think I saw Jesus like right next to me, and uh, that was and that happened a couple times, but wow. I was I think I was just like so high that I like I couldn't even, but. That was, See, that's about Jesus it. That wasn't, it. that's not really like a ghost. That's no, just, but that's, that, he's dead. Well, no, he's not dead, is he? I don't know if he's dead or not. How'd that work? Maybe he, know. maybe he r- r- rose just to watch me take a piss. He was I don't just know. chilling with you, man. He was just chilling. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that was, that's about, n- no, like, uh. I pray while I'm peeing sometimes. It's crazy you said that. Yeah. Because you're like by yourself. Oh, yeah, one. really? Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, I'm talking to God, and I'm like, shit, I'm pissing. Should I be peeing while I'm talking <laughs> to God? Well, whatever, it's too late now. <laughs> but yeah, I brought that topic up because uh, I lived in a haunted house. Um, it was legit haunted. I don't care what anybody says about the paranormal, it happens. Um, this house was in Delaware. It was built in the 80s, but it was actually finished with the old 200 year old barn that was torn down and salvaged. So the wood, the, the bricks, the fireplace, everything, the, the, the walls, everything on the inside and the outside of the house, or the inside of the house was finished out of this huge barn from Port Penn, Delaware that mm. I don't know what the guy paid for it, tore it down. He was a craftsman that built the house. He built the house himself and uh, he finished the whole house with these 200 year old bricks and uh, wood. It happened like the first week we were there. Me and my boyfriend, Kevin, he bought the house. I was living with him. Uh, we're both laying in bed and we hear, I didn't hear nothing. I didn't say anything. And I hear, I say, Kevin, he's like looking at me crazy. I'm like, you hear it too? And that's how it started, man. And we're both like, oh my God, that can't be real. Well, it went on and went on and went on. And it came to the point where I could see he would show himself to me. He ended up like being not a good guy. Like I could tell he was not good. Um, and this, I'll, I'll break this down to you since we're already on it. And I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, but I was raised Catholic and a priest will anoint you on your forehead. Well, every two weeks I'd be held down in bed by that, by that, what they call, uh, 
what's it called? Uh, when you're frozen in bed and you can't get up. Par- or, paralyzed? Paralyzed. Like, okay. like sleep paralyzed. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I would get it all the time. Right. And every time I'd be able to open my eyes, there'd be a figure, a ghost figure, like a, 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 a misty wow. figure standing over top of me, holding me down. I couldn't move. I was paralyzed. I couldn't scream. Nothing. I was sleep paralysis. I was paralyzed. Well, you know, you get over that. And then I would wake up and I would have three fingernail scratches. Not not my dog, not not the parakeet in the next room. Three human fingernail scratches wow. down the center of my forehead where a priest would anoint you. I'd have to lie at work. And I hate lying, as, as everyone should know. I hate lying. And I would have to lie and say my dog did it. Because like every two weeks I was serving tables and I remember my boy Kyle was like, how come you always have fingernail scratches on your face? I'm like, oh yeah, my dog did it. I got to lie about it, man. It was it was freaking real and that was the house you lived, lived that was in? The ho- i think that this guy did something terrible because i saw a little girl one time with blonde hair and i've seen her outside of the house i saw a little girl with blonde hair run up the stairs one time and it was the only color i've ever seen in a ghost but like, i could tell her hair was blonde i could tell she was white Jeez. i could tell she was wearing like a little dress and she ran up the stairs and then the next thing i see and i'll tell you more about it the next thing i see is the guy standing in the kitchen watching her run up the steps and i'm in the middle of it it fucking freaked me the hell out. That's like the most real thing I've ever interacted with both of them at the same time. But this guy would show me his full figure inside and outside the house. He looked like Abraham Lincoln standing in the backyard one time. I'm like, it's five acres. I'm walking across the front near the pond. And I look and I see out the corner. I'm like, Who the hell is standing in my backyard inside the fence? So I look and I, I, I pan over. And what do you know? It is a a, a perfectly black, pitch black figure of a person standing there with a top hat on. I'm like, it looked like Abraham Lincoln standing in my backyard. That was, that was when I knew shit was real, real. You know, yeah, like, that's... it was crazy, man. But yeah, I've got a lot of those stories. Wow. And there's a, there's a now a group <clears throat> on Facebook. You can find me. My Facebook name on Facebook is Christopher, spelled out Christopher, U-R-B as in boy, I-N. The, the group, which is our group, is called Urban's Reality. It's where you can, as the fan or the listener, interact with each other. Uh, a, a friend of ours, Jason, who I hope to have on someday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Jason's a really cool guy. Yeah. He's a web designer. He's a super yeah. intelligent dude. <clears throat> so the, making the group was not my original idea. He said, make a Facebook group. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And immediately people started talking about it. So we're building a community with Absolutely. this thing. Because we want to be the reason that somebody doesn't give up today. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm done with paranormal. Yeah. So if you have any paranormal experiences... The only thing I will... One last thing on the paranormal. I do believe in, like... I see signs. Like, I don't know if it's a psychosis or whatever, but, like, I'll see... 911, like if it's 911 with like the clock, I look at it, my phone, and I'll be like, oh my God, like something bad's gonna happen. But that's just, that's just more of like a, a psychosis. That's not like more paranormal. That's just like yeah. me, like, oh my God, like something bad's gonna happen, you know? But yeah, anyways, yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's it. That's cool, man. That's cool. So let's go back to the notes and see what else we were gonna bring up. Fun fact of the day. Fun fact of the day. This is a new thing I think we're gonna try and do mm-hmm. with the guests. And if you have fun facts of the day that you want us to research and bring up, go to the Facebook group called Urban's Reality in Christopher Urban's uh, personal personal Facebook. I guess you call it. Yeah. Personal Facebook. Feel free if uh, you want to friend me. I will. Mm-hmm. I will look at your page and add you if you yeah. if you friend request me. And they so. can they can send topics right. And, and I think can, you can, if you have a Facebook, you can go maybe into they, the group us without us. Right. Okay. Well, if they maybe like have topics they want to talk absolutely about, bring it. Br- that's what maybe. the group is for to build this community. Amen. We're we're trying to create reality here, right. our own reality. Right. Right. So be part of our reality. Yep. All right. Come join us. <laughs> Seg- segue and plug done. <laughs>
<laughs> so what's your fact of the day, man? Uh, my fact of the, of the day is you cannot uh, feed a squirrel. It is a, uh, I think you will get fined. If somebody catches you feeding a squirrel, you will get fined. Because I, I guess it's a, it's a wild animal. Right. That, which is like crazy because um, you wouldn't think... That just seems like a dumb law, yeah. right? To feed a squirrel. I don't know. Maybe if you feed them something bad, like they they could die or something. That's crazy too, because this is a this is a sign for me of of a higher power. I fed a squirrel today. I did not know he was gonna bring that fact of the day up. I was on a date with my new uh, we'll call him new new date. We're dating um, Jose. I'll put his name out there because he knows. And uh, we were sitting at this park. We had gotten Chinese. He paid for it. Nice guy. Um, Bought me Chinese. We're sitting there, and I see that he's like, "That's a squirrel," and I'm like, "It's coming up at us." And I'm like, "That's really cool." So I mm. throw it some chicken because I'm fucking retarded. Squirrels mm. don't eat chicken. Maybe so he's diabetic. It too. could be diabetic. Yeah, so well, that's, 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 maybe that's well, part of. The, the well, reason. let's keep continue this story because that would have been good if he is. So, and not to not to make fun of diet. That's, no, uh, that's there's no knock. I was just you know saying that that could the squirrel could I have think protein's good for diabetics. Yeah, I yeah probably right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I throw him some orange chicken. He turns his nose up to it. That squirrel's bougie. We live in Naples. So this is a bougie squirrel. He, he didn't want that $14 Chinese food. You know, he turns his nose up at the, at the orange chicken. Jose, being the intelligent one in the, in, the, in the family, grabs a fortune cookie and breaks it in half and gives it to me because he's so sweet. And I get to feed the squirrel. That squirrel picked up that fortune cookie like it was a, I don't know, like it was a, I don't know how to, like a hot potato, a hot potato uh, would be a bad example. He picked it up, so cute, and went and sat in his little, his little <laughs> poppet, whatever you call it, in his little chair, and he sat there and enjoyed that little fortune cookie like you wouldn't believe. Like he had never had a fortune cookie before. I don't know, maybe he had never had a fortune cookie before. Right. Don't tell anybody because I'll get arrested. Right, yeah, <laughs> you're incriminating yourself right now. <laughs> no, I, we have this, uh, the place I work at, we have these, uh, I work outside and um, we have uh, these little squirrels, these little squirrels come by and like, um, this one squirrel in particular uh, just keeps coming up to us and we like, we'll, we'll feed him like, just like food or whatever. But um, I guess I'll have to watch myself now because I I didn't I know could, yeah so just I didn't do, know just shh, don't tell don't anybody feed the squirrels <laughs> dun 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 uh, so is that cool that's a cool fact of the day yeah and if you like this fact of the day thing because we're just starting it I think maybe we're gonna try and you know have a fact of the day every time educate some people educate ourselves yeah um, my fact of the day I looked it up the other day. And I'd actually looked it up before, so it was kind of like, did it change or not? And it hasn't, because I got an argument with a roommate one time. I'm super competitive, and I want to be right all the time. Um, so I looked it up. We were arguing, because we live in Florida. We're arguing, like, coconuts don't kill people. I'm like, well, maybe they do. They fall from trees. And I'm mm. like, he's like, they don't kill people. Nobody gets killed by coconuts. So we sat there and debated this for, like, five minutes before both of us are like, mm. why don't we fucking Google it? So I Googled it. This is years ago. I Googled it. Same number as it came up the other day when I, when I thought of this. 150 people, 150 worldwide are killed by falling coconuts every year. That's it's crazy. It's a fatal thing. It's a real thing. That's I mean, terrible. Coconuts. Who would have thought coconuts? That's terrible. I'm like wow. thinking about it like, is it worldwide? So there's people everywhere that die from coconuts. Well, coconuts don't grow all over the world. They only grow in the tropics. So that cuts down how many people are going to get killed. The odds go down. Um, and I'm like thinking, is it landscapers? Is it the little old man? And this is what I, this is what I imagine. Mm. Little old man with his lawnmower, poor mm. sad guy. Like he's just trying to do his work for him. He knocks the, mm. he knocks the, the coconut tree, this palm with his, with his uh, little lawnmower and it comes down and cracks his dome. Yeah. That's like final destination stuff. Like why? Yes. Yeah, that's like that Good stuff. Call. That stuff's scary. 
Like, like I'm afraid of serial killers just the wrong... and mass shooters. Yeah. But coconuts? Yeah, it's like just wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Right. I mean, it's, 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 150 that's, years. That stuff's scary, and that's like, oh my god. Oof. Right. Coconut. Crack your dome with a coconut. Crack your coconut with a coconut. Wow, that's that's All crazy. Right. So that's well, crazy. That's that's 150, that's, bro. That's a, that's a that's a very isn't very, that crazy? Yeah, that is really crazy. I mean, there's palm trees. I see six Jeez. palm trees right here. Should I be scared? It, it, it probably have to hit you like just Hard, you know, like the big palm trees. Yeah, palm trees are some are really tall. Jeez. Yeah. Next time, before you think you you know stand under a tree, you know don't you just, mow just don't mow careful. under, just let it grow. Yeah, Put some mulch down or something. Serious, because this yo you can die from that. <laughs> yeah, oh <my laughs> who would have thought? 150 yeah. worldwide, it's crazy. That is crazy. All right, so uh, moving right along, guys. This is I, this is one of our, my favorite podcasts that we've done so far. Yeah, I just I love chilling with you, bro. Yeah, what was that thing you, you sent me a text? Uh, what um, about uh, flow? Why don't you read that for the viewers? Oh, yeah. I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah, flow. Okay. I, I, if you want, I can. Yeah, I can pull it up because it. I don't know if, how, if I find it that quick. Uh, pull it up. Okay. I actually okay. posted that in the Facebook group too. So That was pretty cool. Let me see. I'm a meme king. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I can't find it in the text. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay. Working, 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 guys. Right, you sent it as a group text. Oh, that's why I sent it, it to it. Okay, a group here we text. go. Uh, read it if you could. Uh, still. Oh, here we go. Okay, I got it. Um, um, everything that comes, it's, well, flow at the top of the, um, page, and then it goes, everything that comes to us, um, comes to pass, or more accurate, accurately for us to pass on, not just the money in our pocket, but wisdom, objects, ideas, even opportunities, all come to us, so that at the right moment, we can pass them on. This is called flow. Being in the flow means that being aware that the river of life is flowing to us at every moment. Being in the flow means accepting whatever comes and putting it to good use before passing it on. Going with the flow means allowing whatever comes to move on freely without holding on in any way. If we do not pass on, we are trying to block the flow, and that's when we feel pressure in our life. In our life, pressure is always self-inflicted. Every time you feel under pressure, look at what you need to do to release and to pass on to someone else. Once you can relax again. Wow. Pretty crazy. That's I, really I, crazy. That was pretty I, crazy. I had read it and I didn't even remember all that. Wow. Yeah, that was like super, like just you like helpful. That? Oh my god! You like like just, that? Uh, we can't, we can't, you know, like that step three. We can't like what's uh, enforce our will. You know, we can't. Yeah. It's we gotta, we gotta be careful of what we, uh, what we're doing, and not try to. Trying to think. No, you're good, man. You're well, really do you know sad. where I'm going with this? I do. I, wanna... I feel you, bro. I feel yeah, you. we don't want to. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't really think. No, you're but... good. That's awesome, man. Thank you for bringing that back. Yeah, up. that was. That actually you, means you, something you, to me that somebody reads it. my that reads my memes. Yeah. Because I have a hard time communicating sometimes. Like I don't know how to get my words out, even though yeah. I, I've learned how to talk a little bit. But like. I like to communicate with music. I like to communicate with memes. The fact that you actually read that. Like I, I can I send that stuff to people all the time and I never get a response back. Yeah. That's dope, man. Thank you. Oh yeah, thank you. You sent it to me. It means a lot. Yeah, we gotta just let it flow. Yeah, hey man. We can't we can't um we can't, we can't I guess that what I'm trying to say is force you it. don't wanna you don't wanna force it and you don't wanna try to control things that you can't control. Right. Right? Higher power. Yeah, higher power. Higher power. Yeah. All right, so and uh best best and worst. Best and worst, we yeah. Can't forget about the best yeah, and worst. Yeah, no, that was yeah. Your, that was all you bringing that. 
What's yours? We're doing what? Vacations? Uh, vacations. Okay. Best and worst vacation. Uh, do you want to start? Do you no, do start? yours. Uh, best vacation for me um, was when my family and we uh, and I we went to uh, South Carolina and we uh, Airbnb this like huge house and it had a pool. It had a movie theater um, and played golf with my dad and my two brothers and my little sister and mom, they were like, I think actually our, uh, my aunt, uncle, and they have three children and they all came with us. So it was like, wow. it was just, it was like, we, I think, uh, uh, we did some jet skiing. We did some, uh, power sailing. Wow. I've always wanted to do it that. Was, yeah. And, um, actually there was a really bad moment from that vacation I went uh, jet skiing with, and my dad, me and my dad were jet skiing, and he was on the back, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we're, you know, I, I was looking, I was like 13, so I was like, you know, all about like, you know, speed, and I was trying yeah. to, no so fear. I see, yeah, no fear, no fear. <laughs> so we, I see this huge cruise ship going by, uh -oh. and uh, so I'm like, oh, we gotta, you know, let's go, let's go catch some air <laughs> with my dad, my 50 year old dad on the back. Oh my God. And uh, so, so we, I hit this like huge wave. And it just, we come down like really hard and my, and it just shh, like that. And my dad like just starts, <gasps> he's like in agony. He's like, Brennan, what did you do? And he was in like pain because he, you know, I, I had the handlebars to, to brace on and he did not. And he oh should, yeah. And he was like, in just total, just compression. total agony. I felt so bad. I was wow. like, Oh my God. Like, wow. The, he had, he, luckily he's, he's okay. And he, uh, he had to see a chiropractor. Are you he, in the will? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's, apparently Jose told me white people say that. <laughs> and, um, Oh, that was, that was, I don't know if that was on the same vacation, but it did happen on a vacation, and that was definitely a bad that moment. That sounds like a fun vacation, though. Yeah, it was a fun vacation. We did, we had a lot to do on that vacation, but that, that jet skiing story, that yeah. was... So I guess you could say that was... Best and worst. Best and worst. Wow, that's dope. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was cool. That's it was really, really cool. cool. What about you? I have... I, we got to vacation every summer. We were really, uh, really fortunate that way. Uh, my mom and stepdad... Uh, did this thing where she would pick a vacation spot one summer and then my stepdad would pick a vacation the next summer. So my stepdad would always pick Myrtle Beach because he was a super avid golfer. Oh, I love golf. Uh, and, you know, Myrtle Beach being uh, the golf, golf... Golf mecca. You would know. I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I do know a little bit now. But um, I'm not a sports fan, guys, if you don't know. Brendan is the, is, is the athlete in this situation. But um, so... He's into sports cars too. So he had this little 911 Porsche and this is like 1990, maybe yeah, 1992, probably I'm, I'm pretty young. And uh, this little sports car that you're really not supposed to have back seats in. It's really just to put your drink on, not, not a bunch of furniture or whatever. So we're going for a week to Myrtle beach. It's an eight hour drive from where I lived. Um, I'm at like 60 pounds now. I'm like, I'm a pretty, I'm not a small kid. Like I'm like 60 pounds. Like I'm, I got some height to me. Long story short, we packed the car, this nine 11 for a week's vacation. So imagine a week's worth of stuff that you need packed in every inch and nook and cranny of this little ass car. And then they stick me in the back of it, which, you know, my legs are uh, hitting up seat eight and a half hour drive. Eight and a half hour drive. It was horrible. That I sounds, was miserable. Yeah, that miserable. Listen like... to NPR because he doesn't even listen to music. NPR for eight and a half hours. It was horrible. Well, we get out. We unpack the car. It's a great vacation. We got this cool house on the beach. It's awesome. What do you know? 
Hurricane. Oh, hurricane. Yeah. So Jeez. we have to, what do you do? Pack everything back in the 911 and drive as oh, far inland God. as you possibly can. That was the absolute worst vacation I've ever had. And you know, that's real bougie to complain about having a 911 and going on vacation in Myrtle Beach. But dude, when you're like seven, that shit sucked. It was horrible. Worst vacation. Best vacation uh, by far was a vacation that my, my, my biological father, my dad, uh, and I, and his girlfriend at the time, Took we went out to Las Vegas and uh, hit the Grand Canyon. Oh, how old you? How old I was were like you? twelve at the time. Oh wow! And I gambled. I gambled like you're not like you're get out. To, you're supposed to stay on the carpet. Like they've got these little lines you stay in when you're that young. I I, I was a really wicked kid, bad kid. But like I got a quarter and I and I gambled. I gambled. Don't tell anybody. Like, I incriminate myself with everything. I'm an honest guy. <laughs> but um yeah like uh we it's like a I don't know it takes like two three days so you drive from Vegas. And you go over around the Grand Canyon, you end up going through five states all together. And we hit four corners where you stand in four states at one time. We get this little, uh, little like mine shaft. We hit all these little, you know, chintzy kind of places around the, around the, on the, on the way out there. And, you know, day two, you get to the Grand Canyon and dude, if you've never seen it, it is one of the most amazing things you could ever, it's like, no wonder God exists. You know what I mean? I have no problem saying that. When you see the Grand Canyon, yeah. man can't do that. You know, I've been to the Hoover Dam. We stopped at the Hoover Dam. I'm, my dad's a, a mechanical engineer, so he had to see the Hoover Dam. I've been inside the Hoover Dam. They don't do it anymore after 9-11. They built a bridge, so you can't even go in it. But we had to see the turbines and all that, the turbines, however you say it. Like, me and my dad aren't that close. I don't even talk to him that much anymore at all, really. And to, like, have a, a vacation where we were together for, like, mm. seven or eight days, whatever it was, and had, like, a male bonding experience, yeah. it was it was by far mm. the most beautiful, uh, uh, interesting, uh, coolest vacation that's really I've ever cool. been on my entire wow, life. that's so, really cool. Yeah, that's my best that's and worst. That's cool. That sounds like an awesome memory with mm -hmm. you and your dad. Yeah, I'll never forget it. That's great. That's you can't great. take memories away, you know? You can't buy time. No, you can't. You cannot. You cannot. You can only appreciate what we have right now. Amen. Amen. Um, I guess that brings us to the end of the podcast. Yeah, finale, guys. Finale. Um, That's 37 minutes, man. We, uh, we're hoping to keep people's attention. We're kind of shooting for whatever at this point. But yeah, we're, just we're, flow. Flow, baby. Flow. Good segue. <laughs> just let it flow. Good segue. But yeah, we're at 37 minutes, guys. We're going to cut it off and uh, let us know what you think on Urban's Reality Facebook. That's what it's called. Urban's Reality Facebook page and guests, whatever it's called. But that's it, guys. Have a good one. See you, guys. Thank you.